Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to episode 98 of the Nourishing Amy podcast. Today's episode, I am going to be talking to you about what decision fatigue is and how decision fatigue makes you feel overwhelmed, how you can start to recognize it, be aware of it, and also what you can do to move through it as well. But before I do that, you guys know that I love a good recommendation. Now, Today's recommendation I am obsessed with and I've actually only just come across it in the last few days and let me tell you, I have been absolutely listening to these playlists non-stop. I was in such a good mood yesterday because... I love music, but I feel like sometimes I'm a bit of a basic bitch when it comes to music. And also, like, I love making playlists, but then, you know, like, it just gets a bit overwhelming sometimes. And then I feel like I've just been listening to the same playlist over and over again for the last, like, year that I'm kind of getting over it. Anyway, I was listening to an episode of Girls Gotta Eat, which is an amazing podcast if you don't listen to it already. Um, They're hilarious. But one of, I think it was Raina's recommendations was this. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to go and listen. And I did. And let me tell you, I am so happy that I did. So on Spotify, if you search for two friends, so T-W-O, friends, They have what they call their big booty mixes. So big booty is B-O-O-T-I-E mixes. So they're big booty mixes. And if you were like me and you were an absolute lover of girl talk and like those remixes of like all different songs like mashups I think is what they call them I really sound like such an old person right now I think what they called them back in my day (laughs) is mashups um it's just oh my gosh so good and it's like it's like the new version of girl talk for me there's like new songs in there there's some old songs in there there's some like funny movie references and oh my gosh I was outside yesterday with Ollie having a little picnic because it was like the first day in about two weeks that it's actually been sunny and not raining. And I had their number 18 mix on, Big Booty Mixes Volume 18. And oh, we just had the best time outside. I was dancing, Ollie was dancing. It was so much fun. So yeah, 
if you like music, if you want to shake it up a little bit. Um, I know Raina was also saying that she likes to listen to them while she's doing a big drive because it's not boring. It changes so often and mixes up so often that it keeps you kind of entertained and quite alert as well, which I totally agree with. So that is my recommendation for you. I might actually share it on my Instagram page as well after this episode goes live. Actually, I shared it yesterday for you guys. For those of you that follow my Instagram, you would have seen I shared uh, Mix 18, which is the one I said I was listening to yesterday. So I want to listen to 19 and I think they were saying um, Volume 20 has just come out. It, they go for about an hour each, I think. Um, and they were saying number 20 has just been released. So I'm going to give that a listen today after I finished with my clients. Um, but anyway, let's get into talking about decision fatigue and what it is and how it leads to feeling really overwhelmed, how it can also lead to some reactive behaviors. Now, for me, I've got to say, I've really, really noticed this, especially since Ollie has been born. But also, I really used to notice it if I knew I had a really big day at work, um, that there was like a lot of things to be doing, a lot of things to be thinking about, meetings to be had. I mean, obviously, decisions to be being made. Decision fatigue is that feeling where you just get to like, you know, halfway through the afternoon or the end of the day and you're just like, I literally just can't even make a decision. Like I don't even know, like my brain has just stopped working. It's just stopped working. I know I've spoken about this briefly in um, a, an episode or two before. And one of the examples that I like to use is for me, at the end of a big week or a big day, and say I might be going and getting a bottle of wine or stopping at the bottle shop on a Friday afternoon and having a glass of wine on a Friday night and I am in the bottle shop and I'm just standing there staring at all of the bottles and it's like, am I standing in front of white wine? Am I standing in front of rosé? Is this champagne? I don't even know. I cannot even take it in because it's just like my brain has just switched off. It's just too much. There has been too many decisions made that day. Essentially, there's been too much mental capacity and we are at mental capacity overload that your brain is just like, I've had enough for the day. So there's a reason why this happens. It's actually funny. This is the reason why, and I think I've mentioned this in a podcast episode before as well, briefly, that Steve Jobs he stayed in the same outfit every day. So he just had the same like number of black pants, black shirts, shoes, all of that kind of thing, because he was of the thought process and impression that I have too many other important decisions to be making during my days to be using one of those decisions on what I'm going to wear today and getting confused about that which is so interesting because when we think about all of the little things that you think about, the little decisions that you make from the minute that you wake up, we really start to get a really great idea of how many things you are actually thinking about. Like think about just for a moment, all of the things that you thought about from the first like hour of your day, from when your alarm went off or when you got up out of bed, even the decision to get up out of bed and then it's like, okay, what am I doing now? Am I getting up and doing a workout? Am I having a shower? Do I do my skincare and my makeup? Am I making breakfast? Do I have other people to be considering in my household? Like 
all of these different decisions. What am I wearing today? Like what, what's happening in my day? What do I need to consider? What outfit do I choose that is suitable for the weather, for the activities I've got going on? That's just in the first like, you know, 15 or 20 minutes of being awake. Then we've got everything else that's happening during the day, whether that means that you're at work, maybe it's the weekend and you're not working. There's a lot of other things going on. Maybe there's decisions around the house that you're making. So many different things to be thinking about. So many different tabs open in your brain. And this is why I also talk about decision fatigue relating to overwhelm as well. Because when we feel like we're pulled between a lot of different things or we feel like we've got a lot of tabs open in our mind, this is when we get that feeling of overwhelm that can come up as well. And we look at our reactive behaviors with overwhelm. So yes, decision fatigue is a psychological aspect or concept, but we also have the feeling that it can relate to, which is overwhelm or stress. And then we also have the reactive behaviors that we can look at from there as well. Okay. So let's get into what decision fatigue might actually look like for you and how you can start to notice it coming up for you. So Again, like I said, you'll probably notice it coming up more in the afternoon or the evening. But what we're looking for here is some things to be aware of, an inability to think clearly or focus. We can also look at frequent procrastination. So you might notice that by the time the afternoon rolls around, you're procrastinating on taking action on things. I mean, inability to think clearly or focus is pretty self-explanatory. It's basically the example that I just gave you. Uh, We also can look at avoidance of decision-making tasks. So if you know that there is a decision coming up that you need to make, it's like, I'm just going to push that to the back burner push that back again. And then we get to the nighttime. We're feeling even worse. Um, We can also look at irritability and feeling like you've got a short temper or feeling frustrated. Uh, We can look at also feeling overwhelmed. So I know overwhelm, like I said, is the feeling that we can really notice. A lot of the time, the reactive behavior that we notice from feeling overwhelmed is things like irritability and having a bit of a short temper, feeling a bit snappy. Um, We also can have a look at feeling like you're spending a lot of time making decisions. I mean, a classic one would be if you haven't organized dinner, for example, that's normally something that we would do maybe towards the end of the day. If you haven't done your meal planning and meal prepping that, you know, it gets to the end of the day and it's like, okay, cool. What are we going to have for dinner tonight? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I can't even think, or like, I've got to go down to the shops and get some things for dinner. What am I putting on my list? And it's like, my brain just has stopped working. I can't even think about the things like, what are the ingredients here? What am I trying to organize? It just kind of goes into a bit of overdrive there for you. We can also look at some physical symptoms that you might notice. So things like feeling fatigued and really tired, sometimes even not sleeping very well from that sense of like overwhelm or irritability. We could also look at things like maybe having a headache, uh, like a tension headache that you might notice coming up. Maybe that looks like having a sore back, a sore neck, those types of things. So when we really have a look at all of these symptoms put together, really what I want you to be thinking about is, okay, well, how often is it that I do feel like 
I can't really think clearly or I'm not focusing very well? How often do I feel like I am procrastinating on things when it gets to the kind of the late afternoon? How often is it coming up for me that I feel like I am avoiding making big decisions or that I am feeling quite overwhelmed or not able to make a decision or that I do notice that I am feeling a little more irritable or snappy towards the afternoon and evening time as well. These are all really good signs that, well, not good signs, but they're all signs that are pointing towards this um, decision fatigue coming up for you. And what we want to look at then is, okay, well, what can I actually do about this? How can I move through it? What would it look like for me to feel less overwhelmed and to reduce this sense of decision fatigue? So one of the best things that you can do is obviously reduce the amount of decisions that you're making during the day. So that might look like for you creating some habits or routines, because once we get in a habit or a routine, it's like we don't even really have to think about it. A lot of the time we're doing these things on autopilot. So things like, for example, your morning routine might be getting up, having a shower, doing your skincare, brushing your teeth. If you do those three things every single morning, I mean, think about how often is it that you actually think about brushing your teeth and really focus on like every single tooth that you're brushing and the way that you do it and all of those types of things. For our real routine things that we do day to day, we don't really put a lot of thought into them because it's just autopilot. Your brain knows what it's doing and we do it. So... If we can create more routine, more structure and uh, some more habits to come in, it means it's less things to think about. So simple changes that you could make would be something like maybe you make a part of your evening routine that you organize your outfit for the following day and you just get it out and ready to go so that that's something you don't even have to think about then when you're waking up the next morning. Maybe it's things like packing your handbag or your baby bag if you have a baby or like getting the car organized. Something that I've been doing a lot lately is if I know that I need to be somewhere at a certain time and that Ollie's going to be waking up and I'm kind of going to be in a little bit of a rush to like get him up, change his nappy, get him in the car. I will have the nappy bag already packed. I'll have his lunchbox already packed and I'll actually go and put them in the car before he's woken up. So it's less of a rush. It feels less overwhelmed. So really the question that you can ask yourself is, what is going to help me to feel less overwhelmed or less rushed? And that's what we want to look at doing. Things like meal planning and meal prepping. And when I say meal prepping, I don't mean like making all of your meals on a Sunday and you have the same thing for dinner every single night, the same thing for lunch every single night. If that's you and you like doing that, amazing, go for it. I'm one of those people, I can do that. And I'm happy with that. I don't have to have a whole huge variety. But I know for a lot of people, they don't like doing that. What I mean by meal planning and meal prepping is like, okay, sitting down on a Sunday and thinking about what do my meals look like for at least my lunches and my um, dinners. Like amazing if you want to be thinking about your breakfast and your snacks, but if you can be thinking about those afternoon and evening meals and just making that, like that's a big decision that you don't have to be thinking about. So spending some time on your Sunday, planning out your lunches and dinners for the week. And then also when you feel like you've got that brain capacity and you're already in that planning mode, write out your shopping list for all of that. Go through and figure out, okay, if I'm making vegetable lasagna, what are all of the ingredients that I need to buy that I don't have at the moment and writing out your shopping list and doing that for every meal so that these are decisions that you are not having to make during the week. 
because during the week, it can just feel so busy, right? Like life gets on top of us. We're multitasking. We're doing all of the things at work. We're doing all of the things at home. We're trying to organize, still having a bit of a social life, speaking with friends, having phone calls, catch-ups, all that kind of stuff. We're trying to get on top of that feeling of busyness and trying to make life work for you. And that at the end of the day is what we want to do to be reducing that sense of overwhelm. So pre-planning anything that you can, pre-organizing anything that you can, and really just thinking about how can I actually simplify my life at the moment? And that might also look like getting clear on some boundaries. So something that might've come up for you when you were listening to my last podcast episode, if you have on resentment, one of the biggest ways that we can move through resentment is by getting clear on what are my boundaries and what boundaries have been being pushed here. So feeling overwhelmed and feeling that decision fatigue starting to kick in could also be another sign that boundaries are being pushed. You're saying yes to a lot of different things or you're overcommitting and putting a lot of stuff onto your plate, but maybe the overwhelm and the decision fatigue is a sign that that's actually not feeling achievable for you. That's not something that's feeling good for you. And so what you can do is start to put some things into place to set some firmer boundaries. Maybe that looks like pushing out a few deadlines for things at work or saying no to a catch up that you'd organized with the kids or something because it just feels a bit much and it feels a bit rushed. So another way that you can do that is to actually look at your calendar and just sit and look at each day and think, does any of these days that I have coming up over the next like week or two feel overwhelming to me already? Like if you look at that day and you're like, oh my God, there's just so much stuff on that day. Like even just looking at that feels a lot. Is there anything that you could be moving around? And it doesn't mean that, okay, maybe you're reorganizing a play date or maybe you're rescheduling a work meeting or something like that. It doesn't mean that these commitments have to be a no altogether, but we're looking at changing them to a, uh, let's change this. Like, is it possible that we can reschedule this for another time? Would the following day work for you? Or can I bring this forward to the day beforehand? So you can see that it's not saying no altogether. It's not being selfish. I know that we worry that, oh, I don't, I worry about putting myself first because I worry about other people's feelings and other people's perspectives and thoughts and all of that kind of stuff. It's not saying no altogether, but we're looking at, is there anything that I could reschedule? Or on the other hand, if there is anything that you feel like is able to be rescheduled, can you be looking at it then and preempting that, okay, I know this day is probably going to feel quite overwhelming or quite busy. I'm preempting that I'm probably going to be feeling decision fatigue at the end of the day. What can I be doing for myself that day to make the day run smoother? Or can I give myself a break the following day? And is there some time and space for just like nothing time? the following day, even if it's just 15 minutes or half an hour that your brain knows, okay, I've just got to get through this day, or I've just got to get through these few days that I know are going to be really busy, but I'm scheduling this time in for myself for a break for my brain, because I know I'm going to need it. And last but not least, one of the other ways that you can move through decision fatigue is to be making your big decisions at the start of the day. So writing out your to-do list and then looking at that to-do list and prioritizing, does any of these things feel quite big for me? Is there anything that does feel like a big decision or that I can recognize at the end of the day is going to feel a bit overwhelming and just get that out of the way and do that thing at the start of the day so that it's done, so that then you're leaving more space to feel a bit more rested and a little less overwhelmed 
by the afternoon as well. So there you have it. That is my episode on decision fatigue. I hope that there's a few things that have come up for you that you can notice that can help you to feel like your days are running a little more smoothly. I hope there's some things that can help you feel a little less overwhelmed. And as usual, if you have any questions or any comments, please feel free to reach out at any time. If there's any topics that you would like me to be talking about on the podcast, if you have any questions that you would like me to be anonymously answering for you, please drop by and send me a message anytime. I would absolutely love to hear from you and I will see you in my next episode. If you liked this episode, I would love to hear from you in our Facebook group. You can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join us. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm, and everything in between. You guys can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. I would also love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and listening to this episode. I hope that you've got something from it and I really love to hear from you. If you would like to get in contact with me, you can shoot me a message over on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at amy underscore Rankin. Please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions or comments that you have. It really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review. I'm just a little independent podcaster and it really helps my episodes to be seen and listened to by more people. So go ahead and hit subscribe on whatever app it is that you listen on. Thank you so much, you guys. I hope you have the best day ever.